Alright, alright, welcome back. Episode number 99. Wow, Rob, we are almost at 100. Triple digits. Uh, Four Train Savages podcast. Kind of had an exciting week. Played a, played from behind a lot, it felt like, Rob. We swept the A's, and then we got swept by the Astros in a one-game series. So we'll take that, I suppose. Uh, a lot of Yankee fans mad yesterday. I saw some weird tweets going around, you know, saying the offense has got to start hitting. Like, eh, that's kind of a head scratcher. Pitching was a little weird in this series as well, but dude, Yanks are 56 and 21, 12 and a half games up. Um, two through four in the AL East is kind of a shit show right now. They're just going at it. Uh, it's good to be sitting pretty up top, but how we doing, dude? Happy Aaron Judge episode, Tyler. It's that's a good crazy point. that we're approaching 100 and hopefully plenty more to go after yep. that. Um, but yeah, the Yankees. Uh, yeah, the whole Oakland series. I didn't feel really nervous at all. I'll be honest. No. Even that first no. game when they were down, um, I was talking with my buddies uh, from the that are Oakland A's fans, and they're just saying, "Just wait, just wait. This team stinks." <laughs> they're they're gonna, <laughs> the town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Town tailgate. Uh, shout out them, but they've had a rough season for sure. Um, I feel bad for the A's fans, dude. It's not yeah, cool it's, what they're doing over there. Not cool. No. It's the organization and everything. Talk about oh, yeah. uh, how just gutting the roster like that. I know that they do. Um, I know a lot of teams at points, they know when to revamp, retool, rebuild. But it seems Oakland has a consistent um, a consistent time frame of doing that. They do it very often and more so than their fan base would want. And uh I would be, I would be pissed. I every time it's, and they have a lot of talent that goes through that organization. Yeah, which is crazy. Dude. They like breed so, talent, pitching. You know, hitters. Obviously, I mean, just a few years ago, team obviously had Matt Chapman, Marcus Simeon, Matt Olson. I know I'm probably missing even more, but I'm astonished they're even debating like, where their stadium is going to be. There's rumors of them maybe going to Las um, Las Vegas. Um, uh, yeah, that that's just a quite literally a shit show and uh but yankees took advantage of them though this week yeah, so absolutely. Can't, can't, can't be mad um yeah tony kemp didn't kill us which was nice tony kemp uh-huh. has been a, a thorn in our side for some time now but uh yeah we're sitting very pretty right now atop of the al east like you said everyone's duking it out below us 56 and 21 and then we we play cleveland this week um or this weekend uh yeah good I, team they just hit a couple walk-offs too yeah josh naylor had that walk-off the other night um cleveland he killed Guardians us are, in the uh, pre- he killed yeah, us in the, in the postseason series. a couple of years ago yeah naylor uh-huh um but that division looks interesting with minnesota and cleveland so they're they're no slouch but we know that we have confidence in the yankees but yeah, oh, to, yeah. to be able to have 56 win 56 wins 21 losses it's it's pretty crazy i know that they're on pace to do um I think it's the best uh, 75 games start by a team. I don't, I'm not sure if it's by every any team ever, um, yeah. but they're up there to say the a, least. Is this a hot take that I'm so tired of those stats? No, that I I completely agree because I had this conversation with my buddies and uh, I, I talked about how the more that we 
compare them to that. And more pressure, I, dude. Don't want it. The more pressure. <laughs> I don't want them. I. It would be very cool to maybe get towards the 98 Yankees record, but to me, no, dude. just get 109 wins, get the first overall seed, win the division, call it a day, and I'm good with that. I yeah. really don't need anything more. But but as more as more Yes Network and ESPN shows the graphics of comparing them, you know, even with Judge, it's fine because it just puts it in perspective as an individual scale. But once yeah. you bring it to a team, it's a whole different bag. And I don't – it's tough for me to say because I find that stuff typically very cool. No, it is. Just, but it's just like, ah, man, once they Let's get just keep it on the it, low, though. Let's keep it on the low, Rob. Exactly. We know that it's going to be a lot of pressure as it is of what Yankee fans want in general. But to then – quite literally, I, I wholeheartedly – believe that that 98 Yankees team is the greatest baseball team ever assembled so when you're talking that it's like all right maybe just win win the overall seed in the American League win the division and I'm fine and let's go at it in the playoffs that's what I'm okay with no I'm with you there yeah looking at I was doing a little comparison between the two baseball reference pages of the 98 Yankees and this year's Yankees and one may be surprised how close a lot of it is, but it just kind of puts it into perspective how good this team is. I know you saw this, Rob. I think uh, Jared Carabas uh, putting like a little reverse psychology on Yankee fans or something because he was on MLB Network saying the Yankees are going to break the you know the win the season win total, and I'm like, God, no, please don't, like, don't uh-huh. do that because I. If they do that... The reverse jinx. It's the yeah, jinx. exactly. If they do that, which I'm literally going to say I do not want them to do, there's immense, immense pressure on the team to not just make the World Series, win the World Series. And just it's like, the it's not even... one Mariners. Exactly. It's, it's not It's not even as good as if you... Like, if you win the World Series after winning 117 games, you're like, okay, dude, well, you should have won the World Series. Like, I'd rather uh, win... Like, the... Not kind. I don't really I agree like. with. I, I don't really agree with that because that just makes it so much sweeter. And you just say that's literally the best baseball yeah, team. Yeah, you've ever just, seen on. The yeah, thing. you just ran tables on everyone. But that's like kind of the Dodgers. The last three years, they've been the best team in the league, and the only time they've won it was in a COVID yes. season. Yeah. So I don't know. Listen, dude, the Yanks are freaking good. They are fifty-six and twenty-one. I mean, I think they have. Yeah, they still have the the highest run differential by a lot. They have a 727 winning percentage. Um I do not yeah, no team is higher than 627 or 640 the Houston Astros. 727 winning percentage. They've lost 9 games at home, dude. 9. The, the Bronx is a different animal. The Bronx is just uh it's the Bronx Zoo quite literally. Like people kinda, don't want to yeah. play in that stadium. Dude, in this this series, bro, against Oakland, like I'm just watching the game, like the damn stadium is juiced on a Tuesday night against the Athletics that are 25 games under 500 in June. Juiced the stadium is, and then you know as we're you know getting into game one in a little bit, the Yanks were down five one in this game. They're just like, hey, let's just put up an eight spot. Why not? Uh-huh. It was jumping. It was jumping. Yeah. And uh yeah, I tried to I tried to like I'm going to Pittsburgh this upcoming week and um 
as as let me look at how close I can get to the the stadium and I actually called one of the people there and I was like how much are like first section close like right next to the dugout because Pittsburgh no one goes to see the Pirates oh wait did you buy you didn't buy tickets yet no I did buy tickets but this was when I was searching for tickets and I want I say let me see how much they are close up like very close behind home plate see how much they are maybe I'll spend a couple hundred bucks because this team is really good and I called the lady and they're like yeah those are gone those are gone really it's because the Yankees are in town dude the Yankees are in town in general, and they are hot. They are very good this year. So, mm-hmm. but I got good seats anyway. But um, where did you, you end up sitting? Uh, I have uh, one twelve. Uh, so I'm behind the uh, Yankees dugout, obviously. Sweet. Uh, so I'm behind one twelve and one fourteen. So one twelve for uh, game one, and then game two one fourteen. So um, yeah, I'm 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 super pumped. Uh, and it's probably because of O'Neill Cruz too. Yes, he, yeah, sold. I'm very excited to see him. I may shout out to Brian Reynolds and say you're going to be a Yankee in two months yeah. or a month. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the fact of the matter is this team is um, it's uh, it's going to draw out a lot of fans even more so than it usually has because they're mm-hmm. just dominating everybody. Um, so yeah, 100%. I'm excited for that. Shall we jump into game one, Rob? Let us do it. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Yeah, we'll the, take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, dude, Monty in this game, as I mentioned earlier, not Yanks in the last turnaround through the uh, rotation, not great. It's okay. I mean, they've been great uh, through two and a half months, however long we're into the season. But Monty in this game, six and two-thirds, five earned, six K, six hits, one walk. Uh, not what you want out of Monty for the most part, but we'll get into it. You know, it's not what you want. Not what you want. Not what you want, Joe. All right, and then so bottom bottom one, Rizzo kind of kicks it off. He's getting hot again. Dude's got 21 homers already. Uh, Rizzo homer to give us a quick one nothing lead, and then kind of jumping to the third inning. This is when we realize Monty don't really have it. Uh, Loriano doubled to deep left, ties it up at one, and then Elvis Andrews doubled to left. I mean, you're giving up a double to Elvis Andrews. I mean, come on. Yeah, makes it 4-1, three score there. And then new single to right. Ellis Andrews scores, makes it 5-1. And then the Yanks, I mean, dude, I don't know about you, but I really was not bugging at this time. I was like, 5-1, whatever, bro. I mean, yeah, Yanks need to, should score more than one run this game regardless. Um, Yanks decide to start trying in the fourth inning. Giancarlo gets out of his slump, or slump, quote-unquote. Homers to left, four or nine feet, makes it 5-2. And then Judge single, DJ scores, and then we got. This is when um, Sean Murphy he like forgot where to to crouch or something for a couple. Embarrassing. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. He had uh, catches interference with, with Stanton up, and there was one more. Who was it? DJ that got no, on was, with the catcher's interference. No, it was Judge who got on with the first catch. Oh, okay. So Judge because he hit he hit the he made contact with the ball and he. Uh, or I think it was a foul ball and it got caught or something. Yeah. And then everyone's like, what's going on? And then Judge took first base. And then the next one, he did it again. Again, then, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Weird, dude. So, yeah, whatever. Yanks get two catcher's interference calls that inning. Um, ends up getting the bases juiced for Josh Donaldson in the seventh um, where it's 5-4. He rips a double to the left. So that was kind of good to see out of him. 
And then Trevino said, hey, I mean, I might as well just put the damn game away. I'm an all-star catcher. Uh, double the deep left, Donaldson and Stanton scores. And then Marwin, who I think we should talk about a little bit at the end of this episode. I was going to save it for uh, the Savage of the series. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. I guess I uh, spoiled it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Marwin singles to right center. Trevino scores, makes it 9-5. Yanks had a huge seventh inning where they score uh, six runs. So, pretty awesome. Yanks take it 9-5. to five. Albert Abreu comes in in this game. Two and a third, no runs, four Ks. Listen, we know it's the A's. We don't want to be disrespectful to the A's. But, again, we traded Albert Abreu. We got an all-star catcher in return. The team decided they didn't like Albert Abreu anymore, so now we brought him back. Matt Blake, you know, waves his magic wand on him, and he goes two and a third, four Ks, one walk. Matt Blake. <laughs> Wild. The Matt the Matt Blake effect is just bananas. So, it's yeah, crazy. So, so even though Monty had a bad game, he went six and two-thirds, gave up five runs. It just goes Monty Albert. The whole pen is rested. That's huge going into this series. Yeah, really big. Um, yeah, I this game was just weird. Uh, Forsha, although game three then after the catcher's interference – Almost got us as a little bad juju, bad yep. karma that came uh-huh. back. Or no, uh, game two, game two, um, in the last the last inning, which I guess I'll hop into. So JP Sears on the mound, our sixth starter, goes five and two thirds, three hits uh, given up, zero earned runs, one walk, one K, one K. Look at that, dude. One uh, stud performance there. Uh, Yankees started off with a Trevino single that gets in. Um, DJ Donaldson ended up getting thrown out at home, unfortunately. And then Marwin comes up in the bottom of the second, hits a home run, a no doubter. Um, that dude continues to play very mm-hmm. well when he gets the opportunities. Um, so then throughout the rest of the game, we had Marinaccio come in, uh, throws a third, got out of a jam there. Uh, Wandy comes in a jam, pitches two thirds of an inning. Uh, Gave up one walk, but struck out one. Uh, Mike King, one and a third, uh, one hit given up, one walk, but two Ks. And then the last inning with Clay Holmes got a little dicey there, Tyler. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trevino got called for a a catcher's interference. Let me see. I'm going to look through the game log of who exactly the batter was just because of curiosity. Uh, Murphy. Murphy was the one. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, it was. He was trying to do that. (laughs) So that that's why that's why it was weird. Um, but luckily, Clay Holmes now the closer. But although we have news today of a Rollins Chapman dun, dun, coming yeah, back, dun dun dun. So, um, but Clay Holmes got in some trouble. Uh, we know that he had the one game in Tampa where he finally gave up a run, but was able to hold it here. Whereas if the other guy was in, I don't know how this game would have gone, and you may be looking at a deficit against a bad yeah. Oakland A's he, team. He would have he would have hit the screen a couple times with a fastball. Nonetheless, Yankees come away with a two-one win, and, and you're feeling good heading into oh, yeah. uh, Wednesday. I'm gonna say just this about this game, Rob. Besides watching JP Sears pitch, this game sucked. It was boring. We oh, scored yeah, two runs in the first two innings, and I gotta watch nothing. I don't even get to watch strikeouts, dude. I get to watch JP Sears pitch ground balls. We've been spoiled, but I'll, I'll take it. It's a, I mean, it's a W. It does matter to me. I guess yeah. this, I guess this is where I'm at right now. I'm just being picky. Yeah. Um. All right. Game three. JMO on the bump. Five innings pitch. Seven hits. Three earned runs. Two walks. Six Ks. Started off very dicey for him in the top of the first, and you go, oh my god. But he only gave up his three runs in the first inning. Um. 
nonetheless, you do have a little concern over his last three. I don't know if it's four. I think it's th- at least the last three starts with JMO. Um, but yeah, the MVP himself, Aaron Judge, it's sexy time. continues in this one. Bottom of the first, hits a rocket uh, and gets us within you know two ru- a one run there. Uh, and then bottom of the third, Giancarlo Stanton hits a homer. Gets in DJ and Judge. Then we go up 5-3, and that was all that we needed throughout the rest of this game. But funny thing was, I think Stanton in this hot streak, which is weird because typically when his hot streaks come, he 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 does it in quite literally every sense of offense. Like yeah. he sprays it around. But it's been all home run as of late. Um, so he's up to 19 home runs right now. I've been petitioning. I hope he makes the all-star team. I would really like to see him I because I told you I think it would be really cool to have him and um, and Judge in the outfield to be on a national scale for everyone to see them, one, healthy, two, that they're good <laughs> and they're not just home run or die players and that they're – it's like – and one dude commented. I, t- I tweeted out the stat comparison of him and Springer and it's like I, I get that Springer's war is higher – and he's like, "What about defense?" I'm like, "He also right. plays the outfield every day. Stanton play- does not." Yeah, that too. But <laughs> when he given the opportunity, Stanton plays the outfield well, excluding one game in Minnesota that yeah. Yankee fans were freaking out over on Twitter, which is no reason to be. But the freak, the, yeah, the freakouts are a little ridiculous. I actually, I have to go vote, dude. Have you been voting? I have not voted at all. No, I vote. <laughs> I voted once for the first one. The next voting opens up on July fifth. So I oh have to wait, see if I remember. What? Uh, well, so they're, like, they're doing it, something weird. So they're doing they're doing like a a first ballot thing. Yeah. So I know Judge and like Acuna made it, and a few other players. But then I think so. It's maybe it's I think the top like vote getters of that are just above and beyond the other guys and then they're doing this probably the guys that are neck and neck so like vladdy and ty france and i think rizzo is pretty close behind at at like third and then it's uh trout springer judd or stanton and then other guys i think like if i had to guess who would make it off the yankees roster like given dudes i think it's stanton judge trevino and then pitcher wise I think that's a little tough there. I think I Nestor think Rizzo should make it deserves it, dude. Rizzo too. I think Rizzo definitely does. I don't know how many first basemen they're gonna carry on the yeah, roster. That is, is my true. only thing, which he'll get screwed out of if it happens. It'll suck. Uh-huh. Um, pitcher wise, I think Clay Holmes has to be in there. Mike oh, King maybe. Mike King maybe. Um, yeah, you and just then, don't know how many relievers they're gonna hold either. But um, like. Yeah, I, w- I would probably say, yeah, ri- it would be tough if they left Rizzo off. I don't know. I don't know the exact number that they hold on an all-star roster. I know a lot. It's You're either one way or another with this stuff. You're either like me where you're a fan and you like love to see everyone on the national stage and you get giddy for the all-star game yeah. or like Tyler that you could just like take it and leave it. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I find it really cool, especially just because the Yankees have been so good this year that I like to see – you know, when in their good years, like I watched a video on Instagram on like the NYY history uh, thing, and they showed I think it was the like '98 Yankees walking up. I I just find it cool, and like you just see the history, and I think that it would be dope to have a couple starters in the outfield, and yeah. and I don't think Nestor's gonna be starting the All Star game necessarily because. No. 
Verlander has been really good, so I think that guy's going to be starting. Yeah, but Verlander's he should make – Nestor should be starting – or Nestor should be on the All-Star roster. I mm-hmm. think Cole will – his last starts have been crazy good, so I think he'll make it. Um Jamo starts recently have been bad. I thought he would have been a guy that gets in. Do you think Sevy gets in? I don't know. The, they may just they, take they, – they, There's low-key a yeah. lot of good pitchers in the American League. Like even yeah. like Martin Perez is pitching his balls off in Minnesota, I'm pretty sure, too. I mean, I don't know. I'll I be, think they I'd take be happy. Cole and Nestor. I think. Yeah, I'd be happy with Cole and Nestor, too. I don't think – kind of going back to this game, too, I don't think Jamison Tyone – uh, a currently deserves it, or B is gonna get in. Just uh-huh. and listen, listen. I mean, I root for the Yankees, dude. So I don't care who does well, unless you're all the Chapman. I pretty much just don't like you. Period. Um, I mean, JMO's last 21 and a third innings pitch. That is the last four starts he's made. Uh, he's given up 12 runs. He's walked five batters. He's given up seven, eight, eleven extra base hits. Pretty bad. But, I mean, this is kind of also what JMO did last year. is really bad in, like, April, a um, little bit of May, and then he was disgusting in June into July. So, Maybe he's just having his bad stretch now, so he's better later. Yeah, hey, I mean, I'll take it. As long as the Yanks are winning, it's not a huge deal to me. But I know me, you know, me and Rob, we talked about this a couple days ago when I was, like, future Yankee Frankie Montas. And you're like, hey, I think if that it ain't they broke, are, don't fix it. And I was yeah, like, hey, now, yeah, that's a good point. But it could I be think, broke. <laughs> yeah, I think they may, uh, depending on how the future holds for the rest of July. Yeah, I think may, what Herman uh, does also plays a big role. I think who knows if uh, there's still rumors that Brayton could be on the way back too. So you don't know what they want to do with Clark and Mike King, what kind of role. Because I still think at some point in life – or Mike King's tenure with the Yankees. I do think they want to make him a starter, but he's just too damn good right now. And with the Yankees not having Laza, that is some house, you know, some house cleaning or upkeep we have to do. Whatever I'm trying to say. I think Boone said in this series that Laza uh, threw a bullpen, looked fantastic, he said. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. But one thing I wanted to bring up with you, Rob, before we get into the Houston game, um... Dude, Clay Holmes has been throwing a lot. The most he's ever thrown was 70 innings, and um, that was last year. He has 36 already, and we are 70, what are we, 77 games in? Yanks are 56 and 21, 77. Are we worried about over a little overuse type of thing like we've seen with Chad Green? Because that kind of scares me right now. I mean, the Yankees are a bazillion games over 500. I want Clay fresh as nails uh, when it matters. So uh, I don't know where I'm going with this exactly because I don't want them to not use him and like use Chapman nah, I, and get game saved. But I'd also wouldn't mind it if he got a hangnail and had to go on the 15-day IL. Like I really well, would. Well, <laughs> I get what you're saying for sure. It goes back to a potential thing with Nestor, too, because Nestor hadn't exceeded, what, like 100 innings or something? Yeah. Same with Seve, uh, dude. I mean, he's not in shape to really throw. Um, but listen, Tyler, for the thing that we hate of them giving leash to Araldus Chapman, there's going to be opportunities. They're going to do it. They're yeah. going to give him the ninth. So there you go. They're going to 
they have the wiggle room because they've been so good, right? Uh huh. So they're going to do it. So from that sense, we're like, okay, I guess that's fine. So indirectly, your concern is going to be addressed there, where they're going to have. That is true. Araldus Chapman pitched those innings, but it's also a double-edged sword. Where we're like, no, please don't do that. Yeah. So I would just love uh, the clay. But I, I get what you're off. saying. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It'll be weird. And part of me, this is such a bad thing that's about to come out of my mouth, and it's it's fine to question my Yankee fandom. I hope Araldus Chapman blows a four-run lead against the Sox in Fenway next week, and and it's just and all hell breaks loose. Like, I can't stand this guy and the fact, like, you saw the tweet today I posted, like, woohoo, Araldus Chapman is back, like, I don't know wait. how many, I don't know, I don't know how many more of those appearances that they need to see that they say that he doesn't deserve the, like, the dude, Clay Holmes broke Mariano's record, and I know you shouldn't give people jobs based off records, but... The reason he got that record is because he's pitching so goddamn well, and then you look at what Araldus Chapman looks like on a daily basis, and you go, I'm having potential heart issues because of this guy. Literally. And, like, just with Chapman, it's not even like, yes, he can be good in some occasions, but it's so true, and you could say this with any pitcher, but more Araldus Chapman than I think anyone. He can literally just not be. He's not capable. He could go out there and not be capable of throwing a strike on any given day. Like, Clay Holmes just might not or be. Or any at-bat. It varies from any yeah. at-bat Yeah, any too. pitch. Yeah, he might just he might throw seven straight fastballs for strikes and then never be able to throw a fastball again that day. It's just, it just makes no sense. And he's got to pitch the ninth inning because he's, you know, he's so cool and so awesome. I think that's I just him. the root of them... I, I don't know if it's a guy in the analytical department that says we have to stick with it. I don't know if it's that being he's got scared. 16 mil. He makes the most money in that damn pat. Or I don't know if they're just too scared to tell him no and he's going to be, I refuse to pitch. Or I don't know what's going to go on there. But uh, I don't know. Should well, we get, are we doing? We're probably going to see him in Cleveland for sure. Oh, um, yeah. I think we'll see him tonight, dude. I don't know in what fashion. Just put him in like the. F- I hope a pitcher gets rocked and he comes in the fourth inning. I love that so much. You loser. Um, All right. This game four, which is weird. We go to Houston for one game. Uh, We lost this one two to one. Seve goes six innings pitched, three hits, two earned runs, two walks, four Ks. Notable uh, things from this game. Kyle Tucker was a scumbag and tried to steal home while (laughs) Seve was messing with his pitch com, but he got him out, which was awesome, but. Just scumbag behavior once again by the Houston Astros. Um, but what happened in the game? Bregman doubled uh, off the wall to get in both Myers and Diaz, and uh, Rizzo came back in the sixth and hit a home run. And they lost two to one, and the offense was sort of lifeless in this one, um, outside of a few hits here and there. Uh, but Astros are good, dude. All right, let's do let's do the savages of the series because um, I wanted to address this like it's not serious but it's just going forward what the games against Houston has told us about then uh what we could do at the deadline and where we could improve um all right savages of the series of a three-game series and a one-game series I guess 
Marwin Gonzalez for me. Four hits overall, one home run, and two RBIs through these four games. Um, we alluded to it. What is the idea behind him getting more time at shortstop? Because if you look at the numbers between the two over the past few weeks here of him and IKF, it is um, – and, uh, you know – IKF is 27, Marwin is 33. We don't really think of him as an everyday shortstop, but it is the idea of of like what we did between Gary and Higgy is when you're performing, he should be able to get more opportunities. And that's what I do believe he deserves um, because it's not as if IKF has been blowing it out of the water, one, with his offense for sure, and two, with his glove. There have been in- He made a good play last night, but there have been a lot of opportunities where – um, you go, well, this is our defensive shortstop. Eh, what are we doing? I don't know how well he's been there. So what I know you have a good opinion on or, uh, a strong opinion on this, Tyler. What do you believe of the Marwin IKF potential? Um, strong uh, opinion. Yeah, I feel like you're like, give Marwin more time. No, I mean, I think I'm close to it. I don't. I think the Yankees are in a spot where they really like Marwin off the bench, kind of like a T-Wade role because he can play, uh, what can he play, the whole outfield, third, second, short. He can play six positions. Um, So I do like him off the bench, but the numbers are kind of undeniable right now. I don't really know uh, what can happen, what what would happen if Marwin was taking three, four bats every every game. Uh, But, dude, just in comparison, I know I tweeted this out, but – Marwin's got a 109 OPS plus 729 OPS. He's slugging 426, hitting 255 with a 304 on base. Um, he's only got three home runs, but he's got seven doubles in there too. Um, so he's not playing bad. I mean, he's playing well for a shortstop. And then if you just want to look at IKF's numbers, dude's got an 81 OPS plus, a 620 OPS. He's slugging 307. That's terrible. Uh, he's got a 312 on base and a 260 batting average so the people that love IKF for his batting average well Marwin's hitting 255 so what's the difference um there is one thing I do not think Isaiah Kiner-Falefa is capable of hitting a home run and strictly for that (laughs) I do like Marwin in there just because I know he can potentially put one in the seats um but I also think if the glove is still not there like, it's still, eh. I really think there's a good chance Peraza is the shortstop, dude. In a month, he had a really, really good June. He has eight dingers already. Um, I think his, only- gl- his glove is supposedly better than IKF's already. Yeah, my only thing is I, I don't know. Cashman may say, oh, if we're going to make a deep playoff run, how comfortable do we feel with a prospect playing? If you get what I mean, I mean, they, I feel you, but the Rays did the same thing with Wander Franco last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And they want to be the Rays. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I've always just, them and prospects is just weird. And I, yeah. It they also started Velasquez at short last year in, in a one game wild card. And you got me there. <laughs> you got me there. I don't know. But I'd also, I would want, I would want Praza facing Major League pitching for at least 30, 40 games before he's for sure. 
playing in the playoffs potentially. They would probably. But that's just an idea. I think IKF still has to get worse for that to happen. Yeah, they probably would have to call him up around uh, trade deadline. Yeah. Area. Yeah, um, he'd have to have a who, really good July too. Yeah, yeah. Who is your savage? Savage, dude. I don't think I don't know if we've given him one lately. I might have actually a couple game a couple weeks ago, but. I got to go DJ, dude. He only had four hits in this game, but he also scored five runs. He walked four times in this series, or in this series, you know, this little three-and-one, whatever you want to call it. Um, He's playing really well, dude. He has the second-highest on-base percentage on the team behind Aaron Judge of two points. He's a 359 on-base, 400 slug, 758 OPS, and a 120 OPS plus. I know that's not that doesn't pertain to this series, um, but DJ has quietly been doing pretty much what we asked for, for the most part. Um, and the dude's getting on base at a ridiculous clip right now. Uh, and he kind of just continued to do that in this series. Like I said, uh, three, four hits and four walks. I think I said five. So he got on base eight times right there. I'll take that any day. You got judge and Rizzo and Stan following you. <laughs> Sign me up, dude. Uh-huh. Put men on base. DJ. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, MVPs of sucking. Mistake! I'm going to go with Monty in this one. Um, haven't really. I don't think I've given one to him this yeah. uh, year. Uh, but uh, just that third inning really got to him and, and just looked ugly um, against a bad, really, I think they were saying it on the broadcast, probably the worst offensive baseball team in the, you know, baseball team in the sport yeah. or in MLB. Um, so, just, uh, you know, him and J-Mo have had uh, some troubling outings. Um, I would say less so than a Sevy and Nestor. Um, you know, Cole had his fair share earlier on in the year where you go, oh, my God, and the whole <laughs> universe is freaking out. Um, but for me, at least, it was just I J-Mo just – not there this week. Hopefully, we'll we'll get him on the next one. But That's who fair. would you uh, attribute a MVP of sucking to? Rob, this is someone that you did not want on the Yankees. Joey Gallo, dude, and I'm really starting to feel bad, bro. Like I, I think we should name the bad. award after him. Oh, should we nah, name we, the award? <laughs> that's maybe for this show, but that's tough, dude. I genuinely feel bad, and I want I want your thoughts after I go on a little rant. I mean, he's just not the same player. In this series, he did not have a hit. I think he's 0 for his last 27, Rob, yeah, maybe I something like that. that, with like 18, 16 strikeouts. Um, strikeouts I'm not entirely super concerned with. I mean, he was 0 for 9 with 4Ks, whatever. He walked once. Um, he's hitting ninth for the New York Yankees, uh, same dude that was hitting cleanup in the one-game wild card for us last year. Um, Joey Gallo has been flat out the definition of terrible. Um, he has a 75 OPS plus. That is the worst on the team. Um, I guess you, if you want to take in Higgies, it's the second worst. But he's he's actually slipping a big tier below Aaron Hicks at this point. He's got a 606 OPS, a 600 OPS. That's terrible. Um, a 330 slugging. He's hitting 165, dude. Um, and he's got an on-base at 276. And the reason why I mentioned I don't really care about the strikeouts, Joey Gallo has struck out 85 times this year. Aaron Judge has struck out 83 times. So you can strike out and still be good. Joey Gallo has just been bad. It's just kind of 
it's like that. And he also is not really walking. We are almost in July. He has 18 RBIs. He has 31 hits. Nine of those are home runs. Yeah. He, he's uh, just nothing. We, dude. Nothing. We we talked about how Hicks looks tentative at bats or give was giving tentative at bats and at this point I'm more willing to be okay with Aaron Hicks but Joey Gallo it's like it's really getting to like a sad point almost because you know he grew up a Yankee fan and he he was excited to be here especially after Texas to be with a contender Mm -hmm. and I really there it's tough to say a lot of times but man this is the one media market and I guess you could throw in Boston too and Philadelphia but like that's the only thing I could really point to that you know I have his issues even when he's good of him as a player fitting into the lineup but dude it's gotten to the point where I just think that it's like a point of no return of him just being in this ditch and him with the market and the media and the attention that is now on him and he's just I don't think he's gonna like you know, I don't know how many more home runs or how he's going to salvage the year. And it sucks for him because it's his mm-hmm. arbitration year and it's his last year. But I, I don't know. The, he, I literally, the thing that I think I can point to and that people can viable, and this is not the case with almost, a, you know, a lot of players of saying the fans get to him. And, but, like, this is a pure case of the Yankee fans and the market. I really think that that is a very um, viable explanation yeah. to why this is happening and that's it's literally what you can point to of his yankee career and then you look at you know some of the years in texas like i don't know does the guy have to go play in you know seattle or it's, cleveland or i don't know and at this point i don't really know what they can do other than you know you're gonna get him for bargain basket stuff or yeah, players nothing. You got nothing or, back, dude. i mean if you want to do that and you want to get money or more money on your uh thing this year to then get more but that that goes back to what i was going to say tyler of houston uh showing us you know we're not freaking out we're not freaking out but it's showing us what a, what it takes to beat a good team because the yankees and houston play not completely polar opposite styles of baseball, but they're different in many respects. But the thing that I would say is this: these games would give us a good opportunity to know where we have to improve. And I, mm-hmm. I believe the one spot that the Yankees should definitely be looking to improve is certainly left field because we know that we, when we've watched this team in postseason appearances, yeah, starting pitching wins you championships. I, I agree, pitching wins championships. But when we look at the instances that they've played against Houston in the postseason, it's they didn't hit in Houston. They didn't hit. Yeah. They literally did not hit this past one game. They did not hit in Houston. They didn't hit in the se- uh, the note. They got no hit. They got <laughs> the second game against the, the Astros. They didn't hit. So to bolster the lineup with another – because Gallo, like I know he's hitting ninth, but that's just a black hole in the lineup, and we don't know what Hicks is going to do at some point. So, like, um, I – if, listen, if they get a third pitcher or a guy to then, I would say, like, after Cole and Seve, that would be probably where you would put, like, a Montas or a Castillo or whatever they get. Like, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. go after a pitcher. But my number one thing is we need a left fielder that can hit the effing ball. I really would like to them to upgrade. Uh, 
maybe it's an outfielder because I know we saw Stanton play left field yesterday. First time for so the year, yeah. That was kind of crazy for me to see. So I don't know if you agree with me, but I think in my mind I've I've said, okay, this is the team where you can go out and Cashman, like uh, Stanzo, our boy Stanzo, he tweeted out, like, I completely agree. The two, like Volpe and um, – or – I think yeah, I say I think he said Volpe and Dominguez off limits. Everyone mm-hmm. else like, like this like it. I go for it. Stop yeah. prospect hugging. Go get a stellar guy. And yeah, I know that Gallo didn't work out last year when we did it, but I, this team is different. Just, this team is different yeah. than last year's team. And I don't know if you're you're thinking along the same lines of like let's bolster the team. And yeah, because he's a black hole. He's a black hole right now. No, I'm with, I'm with you there, dude. And I think last year acquiring. You know, dude like Gallo and a dude like Rizzo was to kind of save the season and not he's the fan base. Yeah, and not miss the playoffs. Um, but we're at the point, Rob, where there is a chance that Joey Gallo can legitimately be DFA'd. Because if if you have to choose between say Joey Gallo and Tim LaCastro, like you're choosing Tim LaCastro. He has <laughs> yeah, more control. Yeah. Um. He, he's fast. He's fast. He and he's he can't be much worse. <laughs> like unfortunately, that's not what I have to say. But we are in a world where if someone gets hit hurt or someone gets acquired and push comes to shove, Joey Gallo is probably the first person, the maybe second person behind Miguel and Duhar to go. But Miggy's also raking in AAA and still has options, so they probably wouldn't do that. Gallo has net like when you have an expiring contract, he's meaningless to this team if he's going to do nothing. Unfortunately, like it's it's it, it sounds like a dick. I was so happy when we when we traded for this guy, dude. Like I was like, dude, he had no protection in Texas. Yada yada yada. He was just him in the lineup, and now he's got you know Rizzo, Donaldson, Stanton, Judge, you know DJ Glaber protecting him. No. He like, dude. I I think I sent you his uh, his slugging against breaking balls and fastballs the other day. I think his slugging against breaking balls is like one sixty or something. Yikes! Which Yikes. I, you don't even know how that can be that bad. And his slugging against fastballs is not even bad. It's like four hundred. But we've come to see almost every pitcher will throw a fastball high fastball dude. high to him, and he refuses to change his swing. He will uppercut until the dude dies, I think. Yeah. He can't touch a high fastball, and it's sad. I, I agree with you that we're in lockstep with they got to bolster the team somehow, left field or outfield, wherever you want to play Stan at the end of the day, and judge, judge is your center fielder, I think. Um, they got to get an outfielder, um, and I do, I do think they're going to do something. Cash seems to be aggressive uh, that, when he thinks I, we can I, win. Listen, I think they're definitely going to do something. Um, listen, that 98 team, if we want to compare like that bench was deep. And yeah. they bolstered that team over that. Obviously, it was more sustained success over a course of five years. But like They got they, Encarnacion in 2019, too. Yeah, exactly. Even so he sucked like, in they the playoffs. Will, yeah, that was unfortunate. He was good, and that was disappointing when yeah. prior to us doing the podcast. But, uh-huh. yeah, he was bad in the playoffs. But, yeah. no, nah, I, I – listen, I – yeah, they gotta they gotta bolster the team in an outfield move, man. I don't know, you know, my buddy was like Brian Reynolds. Listen, maybe that's my dream. Yeah, yeah, you gotta give stuff scenario, up. Though. But it may be it may be something else. Um, 
hopefully pretty good. But I don't know. Brian Reynolds is. I mean, he had that three home run game the other day. I mean, that yeah, guy, that's that like guy's really good. That's like Dominguez and and more. Dominguez, Peraza, and and more. <laughs> yeah, to get Reynolds. Um, but all right. So uh, we head into Cleveland tonight at Cleveland, and then obviously Pittsburgh. I'll be there. Um, and then after that, dude, they're going to your neck of the woods. They're going to be in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, which game are you going to? Do you know? So I literally have to go to Friday now because I just learned my. Well, you see Cole or yeah, no Cole Thursday? That who, is that who's lined up? I'm going to either Thursday or Friday. I was gonna go on Saturday with a bunch of my friends, um, but I got my brother and sister's uh, what is it called graduation party, college and yeah. high school. So I didn't put two well, and two at least together you're up for the fam. Yeah. Oh yeah, got to do that. But, Maybe uh, you come back and you catch the Sunday game. It's a seven o'clock yeah. Sunday night. You could go. Ah, it's so much driving, but um, yeah, I'm probably gonna do Friday. I think. Who did you? You said Cole's pitching on Friday. Nestor is. Oh, you got to see Nestor Day. Let's do go. I'm, either way, I'm Friday, fire, yeah. I'm fired up because I haven't been to a game this year and I need to. Um, yep. But yeah, dude, damn, we really do have the Bean Town schedule already. Yep, I'll go. I'm going to. Uh, then the Saturday game on July 16th, so I'm excited for that. That's a Fox game. That's going to be a prime time, 7-15. That's in go. New York, right? In New York, yes. Nice. I'm very excited. Um, so, yeah, we got a um, a tough schedule as it per- – well, I, you know, Cleveland's no slouch now. They've been hot. So I would say, you know, with Cleveland in the schedule, Boston in the schedule, and then Boston again, and in between we have Pittsburgh and Cincinnati that we mm-hmm. expect to beat up on. It's a uh, – you know, it's a tougher stretch, especially with Boston being, uh, I think, the overall best record in June um, with us very close behind. Didn't really lose any ground, but I think we still have the 12-game lead around there. Um, yeah, so it'll be yeah, fun, the- especially back at Boston. It'll be that Thursday game, before you go, the day before you go, mm-hmm. big game for Garrett Cole because we know that oh, he yeah. has trouble in Fenway, but it's going to be a huge huge game for him for sure dude we said we said this against the um in the last you know the 13 game stretch against the jays rays rays astros um saying step on their throat i mean dude we got seven games against boston right now you win five of them this season's over we're we're in a very good spot Uh, so go win five maybe even four even four you win four yeah could be over I mean, I don't even want to think about like I don't want the only to be thing that race. I'd be pissed is if they lost like five, maybe. Yeah, but you like, can't even yeah, that. You can't go like, two and five. Yeah, um, yeah, but exciting stretch of baseball coming up. Uh, thank you guys for listening to episode ninety nine, the Aaron Judge episode, as we'll call it. Um, but really appreciate it. Uh, oh, we did join TikTok, so you guys gotta go sh- follow that. We're gonna be posting some on TikTok. So go follow the TikTok. Go follow us. It's at Four Train Savages. Same handle on Instagram at Four Train Savages. On Twitter, it's at Four Sa- uh, at Four Savages on on Twitter. Um, subscribe to the YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a rate and review if you're listening on Apple. I really appreciate it. Uh, helps us out. Um, and we will catch you guys next time after the Cleveland game for episode number 100, which is exciting. Uh, but yeah, catch you guys next time. Peace.